0: Hi, I'm Casey Hobbs.
1: And I'm Shane Mason.
0: And we're the hosts of Nurse Talk Radio.
1: Please join us for this special edition podcast.
0: Did you know that two out of three people experience bullying at work either directly or indirectly? It's one of the most pervasive and damaging aspects of professional life today.
1: Casey, according to a 2015 Harvard University study, more than 120,000 deaths a year may be due to stress at work, resulting in approximately 5 to 8% of annual health care costs.
0: I can attest to this personally. Whether you work in the boardroom or the mailroom, at some point you will be a victim. Bullying is an epidemic. Our next guest is Andrew Foss, who has written a book called From Bullying to Bullseye, Moving Your Organization Out of the Line of Fire. Foss is an author, philanthropist, management advisor, promoting psychologically healthy, safe, and fair workplaces.
1: Andrew Foss is so dedicated to transforming workplaces that he founded the Foss Foundation. That foundation has partnered with the Yale Center of Emotional Intelligence to create a workplace initiative called the Emotion Revolution.
0: With us now is Andrew Foss. Andrew, thank you so much for being with us today, and thank you for bringing awareness and solutions to this bullying epidemic.
2: My pleasure. Thank you for having me on.
1: Great.
0: Yeah. So, Andrew, your opening statement
1: in the book is far too many employees around the world live in fear. And this book is dedicated to them. Why is this issue so important to you?
2: The reason that I started opening up the discussion and debate on the topic is late in my career, I was targeted for blowing the whistle on a corrupt executive, the board of directors chose not to do anything about it because they were afraid of the executive. And so for 18 months, I went through sheer hell in terms of being targeted. My phones were hacked into. My emails were hacked into. I had a private eye follow me. I received a non-death threat. My associates shunned me. I was blacklisted in the Canadian community, business community. And I went through uh, what most people go through and had symptoms consistent with post-traumatic stress disorder. Lost over 30 pounds, was laid up uh, with shingles for a six-month period. And ironically, I have a perspective on bullying that very few people have in so much that early in my career, I was a bully and I was called out for it, which became one of the most important lessons I uh, ever received. And I uh, dealt with many bullying situations and going through what I went through, even after the fact, I still could not find closure to what I went through. And uh, I was living in self-pity for a while and wanted revenge for a long period. And I wanted to rid myself of negative energy and focus on positive stuff. So I thought, what better topic to engage myself in. And that's really what gave rise to my work in this area.
0: I do think it's an epidemic. I have been at the effect of bullying in the workplace, and I, too, have blown the whistle, and I, too, have been a target. So I do understand where you're coming from. But what I want to read is from part one of your book, The Definition of a Bully, Trump. Perhaps the (laughs) shortest chapter on record, but need I say more? All joking aside, this really is a living example of a bully, is it not?
2: It is a living example of a bully, and if you look at uh, the characteristics of a bully or what bullies do, they are masters of manipulation, they're masters of deception, they're masters of deflection, and they're masters of deceit, and they're masters of denial.
0: Yes, all is very true. And we're
2: watching this in real time on prime time. Mm-hmm. and unfortunately he is normalizing the abnormal. Right. And yeah. what i worry about is that other people who are so inclined uh, and so inclined being the whole ego and, and narcissism and bordering on psychopaths.
0: Yes.
1: Going to your book and talking about this a little bit, what is a psychologically healthy safe and fair workplace?
0: Yeah, i don't think i've seen one of those.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, they're not a lot around, but it's very simple. It's a place where there is freedom of expression, whether it be giving input on ideas, creativity, and innovation, but also freedom to express what people view as wrong. It also is an environment where there is little to no unnecessary stress.
0: Wow. I don't think there's many of those. Okay, so what are the indicators that a culture or a business might be unhealthy? What do you look for?
2: Well, when I go into an organization, what I look for is the level of true Mm -hmm. engagement and a determination whether or not uh, organizational leaders are hearing what they need to hear. Mm -hmm. There are other indicators, long-term absences due to stress, high uh, turnover rates, Uh, and you can segment that by division, a number of calls to a whistle or hotline. And if there are none, that to me is an indicator or a flag that there's something wrong. Those are some of the indicators.
0: Well, one of the things that strikes me about this, Andrew, is it seems as if if you have a workplace that's free of bullying, you would be a more productive company and your company might be more prosperous. Do you find that to be true?
2: There's no question about that, and I've measured performance and productivity in organizations that, in my view, have a very stable and psychologically safe work environment, and I spent the bulk of my career in retail with multi-locations, and we were able to characterize various stores as being a dictatorial culture, a stable culture, or a disjointed culture. The stable cultures, on a consistent basis, outperformed the other two types of cultures, which are toxic in nature.
1: Uh, For our listeners out there that are employers or managers or do have uh, people that they supervise, what, what can they do if they want to promote a healthy workplace culture?
2: Well, managers and supervisors often, when I give a talk on the topic, they say, well, you know, what can we really do? You know, we love what you're talking about well, we can't apply this in our organization. And my challenge to them is, is, well, why can't you just apply it in your department? And if you apply it in your department, I guarantee that whatever metrics you're using to determine success, they will go up. And it's, you know, very simple that understand what are the unnecessary stress factors in your environment and so much the people that you're responsible for. My experience is I've practiced that uh, as a junior manager up until point I was a CEO. What I've found is, is that other departments and the leadership in the organization recognized that there was something different. Our departments or divisions or stores uh, became role models for others in the organization to follow
0: so what advice would you give somebody uh, who is experiencing bullying or what advice would you give to somebody running a company?
2: Well, uh, the advice I'd be to give to someone who is targeted, and note I use the word targeted versus victim, and the advice to people who are targeted is to be, one, aware of your surroundings as to what's going on, because in most cases... Bullying in the workplace is far more subtle and complex than what goes on in the schoolyard, where it's very overt. In the workplace, people often don't realize that they're being bullied until it's too late in the situation. And a lot of people often assume, or most people assume, well, that's just the way it is. There's nothing I can do about it, and i better suck it up. And if I complain, I'm going to get uh, labeled as someone who can't cope or uh, someone who's weak. So one is being aware of what's going on and be sensitive to that. Uh, when you discover that there is something going on and you are being bullied, then my best piece of advice is do not deal with it alone. And so many people deal with it alone and feel that, you know, they may be at fault or feel that they're the only ones going through this or they do not trust anyone in the organization to go to on this, including human resources, which unfortunately is over 80% of the cases, uh, they are part of the problem versus part of the solution.
0: That's right. They work for the company. I really want to thank you for your book because I do believe it's an epidemic. I've been at the effect of it and been targeted, and I do understand how important it is, and it's a great work that you've done. Thank you so much.
2: Thanks so much uh, for having me
1: on. The book is From Bully to Bullseye, and we've been talking with author Andrew Foss. You can purchase the book on Amazon.com, and to learn more about Andrew's work, visit FossFoundation.org, and that's F-A-A-S.
0: Andrew, thank you so much for being with us today, and thank you for your great work on this important topic. For more information about this topic, visit NursetalkSite.com.